You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon from Explore the Bible Students, back with you for our uh, winter study of Ezekiel and Daniel. We find ourselves in the book of Ezekiel uh, 28, chapter 28, verses 11 through 19, and also verses 25 through 26. And this session is titled Stay Humble. It's session five, and our central truth is God humbles the proud and lifts up the lowly. Um, So this is a big theme throughout the Bible itself, is that um, God is on the side of those who are humble, not just in the sense of people who are in a bad situation, although there's plenty of those stories that show like God stepping into hurting, broken, marginalized, um, broken people and bringing them hope and direction. Um, think about the Exodus story. That's what that story is about. It's God's people being in one of the lowest points in their lives and him stepping in and bringing rescue, him stepping in and leading them to their own land, them being in a place of captivity and suffering and difficulty and leading them into a land flowing with milk and honey. Of course, you know, it doesn't go super smoothly that they don't, um, things don't go the way that they, that, that they hope necessarily because, because of the people's own sinfulness, because of their own, own selfishness. Um, but that is what God is in the business of doing. In all we say, do, and accomplish, we must remember that God always desires a humble heart. He wants us to see our need for him. This is good news because the Bible is not the story about God expecting us to get our act together and and expecting us to fix all the things that are wrong with our lives before we can have his love and affection and care or acceptance. No, he offers us his love, care, and acceptance first, even though we're not worthy of those things in any way. And once we go to him and say we need him for those things, then he begins to move and transform and change and make us more like himself. Um, But yeah, this is a big part of what makes the Bible different. Again, like we've been talking about the last few weeks, different from other worldviews. Because most other worldviews have this idea of like, fix yourself, like um, get your your world in order, get your um, you know, get your life in order. You need to change to have the life that you want. Um, That's the idea. Whereas the Bible says you can't change yourself. Uh, What you need to do is recognize your helplessness, recognize your brokenness, recognize that you need a Savior, that you are not okay on your own. And once you recognize that, God steps in and, and heals our broken hearts and and sets the path forward of of how we can live in a way that's going to honor and please him. I'll never forget one time when I was in Taiwan on a short-term mission trip, and we were invited into the home of a professor of this university that we were doing some ministry at. And, uh, you know, at one point while we were eating dinner with him, I asked if I could share a little bit about, you know, what what we and some of the other missionaries are with us, what we believed. And she was uh, was very gracious. She was Taoist. She was not a Christian. and so she was like, yeah, of course, please tell me, you know. And so I began to share the gospel with her. And uh, I'll never forget what she said. She was like, um, you know, she, she, she believed in many gods, and she, she worshipped, in, in a sense, her ancestors um, as part of her, her religious tradition. Um, and she said, uh, you know, you talk about your God as if, as if he loves you and cares for you. Um, and she was like, I don't talk about God that way uh, and don't think of him that way. She was like, we pray to our gods to not 
um, you know, not, not let bad things happen in our lives, but we don't pray to them because they care about us or they want a good life for us. They're essentially begging their gods for a better life. Whereas the God of the Bible wants good things for us, has a good plan in store for us, is invested in our good, and he doesn't call us to um, get our world in order, our lives in order, in order to have that love and acceptance. That's a big part of what makes the gospel good news. So I want to close by pointing your attention to question number seven. It's one of our key questions, and it says, how did God restore hope to Israel through Ezekiel's message? Why was God emphasizing their security? Um, so this is a big theme in this, this passage that we're looking at. And I want to remind you that, um, you know, as followers of Jesus, we have no greater source of security than our relationship with Jesus. Uh, a relationship with Jesus changes how we see our worth, how we see um, our sense of, of like, uh, security, of, of feeling safe in this broken, difficult world. Um, so help your students see how humbling ourselves is actually, which, which feels like dangerous and vulnerable, because when we humble ourselves, people can see our weaknesses. Um, we feel exposed. But that's actually a good place to be with God, because as we humble ourselves before Him, He gives us the security of His acceptance, His love, His favor, so that we can step into places where we don't experience that with others, or we feel less safe knowing that in the big scheme of things, in God's eternal plan of redemption and restoration, we are His, we are secure, He's going to take care of us, He is with us. Right? Really good news. Thanks for your time this week. We'll see you next week as we continue our study of Ezekiel and Daniel. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.